Welcome to our podcast. We'll be sitting down with musicians, talking about all the things you want to hear about, because we all know the best stories happen backstage. This is Tanya Little, the Red Dirt Queen of Hearts. And this is Leah Ray, the Queen of the Silver Dollar. And we are Backstage Queens. She's got rock in her veins, smile on her face, another night of glory. In a life that's turned away Music's playing loud It's the roar of the crowd She's dancing like a gypsy Too alone to be proud Is it something that she's running from Or is she standing to fight? Will she ever remember what it was? This did last night is she living in a nightmare How's it going? I'm John Calvin Abney. <laughs> my name is Allie Harder. Hi, I'm Brand J. I'm here with my homies. Hey. Stanley, Ferry on the drums, and Adrian Hello. Robbins. Adrian hey. Robbins plays keys. That's right. Very That's nice. right. Awesome. Play the us, hell out of them keys tonight. Uh, tell us how you guys enjoyed the Play It Loud series tonight. Absolutely. It was pretty phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, it was great. It was great energy on stage, the lights, the sound. I didn't know what all was going on until I just stepped out and watched his set. <laughs> right. The video and the yeah. sound and everything. And it's amazing. Look, you blown up, bitch. I didn't even notice there was a video going on. Well, he said when you're up there, you don't realize it's going right. on behind exactly. you. I was watching you guys up there. I was like, damn, that's really cool. They had, they had like bird's eye view of the right. keyboard. Like, yeah, we man. took a drum solo. I mean, it was bird's eye. It was right above you. I was like, damn, how are they doing that? Yeah. And then I didn't even realize when I was up there. This. Right. Same thing. It was Because yeah. I was yeah. making some dumb faces. No, no. I told him already, man. It's the way you're able to split your brain and do the harmonica yeah. and guitar. Wow, and vocals and, and yeah. that's so Thank dope. You. It was, man. It is impressive. Yeah. But I got the last of your performance, and man, she was like throwing. I don't know what it was, like headbands and scarves. <laughs> I don't know, I know either. She was just she was getting <laughs> she after was it. Yeah. It. Yeah. it was it was a pretty good show. Yeah. Thanks. So I like how Brunge changes costumes yes. each song. Oh, it's bad. Each costume is a part of the song. It was real quick, too. I didn't even know you were off stage. And then you come back with something else. I'm like, wait. It was fast. fast. Yeah. It was so magician. From <laughs> cool. the big, like, the light up, like, like wings thing. And you're like, you're like piece, yes. ran yeah. off. And then all of a sudden, you're back with, like, the silver suit jacket. <laughs> <laughs> like, two seconds. Impressive, yeah. yeah. I, I, would, I would attempt to rob multiple banks to move <laughs> and I was feeling under the weather today, so that, oh. that makes oh, me yeah. feel really if good. If that sack oh, yeah. under the oh, weather, the sign is yeah. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling yeah. it. Yeah, I'm five Sad. days in, so oh. that's good. You're safe. Yeah. yeah, I work with a great band. Mm-hmm. Um, I come in all different forms of music. Like sometimes 
I bring a five piece. Sometimes it's a jazz duo, trio. Sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, um, it's, I, I just like to entertain. So mm -hmm. a lot of the songs that I write, uh, especially with uh, the fellas I play with, that's who is here with me tonight. Um, storytelling basis, you know, so I like talking about life issues and things that happen through my experience and writing songs through, you know, just life experience. Um, right now I've released uh, a song called Streetlight. It's been doing pretty good nationally and the music video was released uh, by Billboard Music. That and was tight. Thank you so much. That was, <laughs> was a great. Tulsa effort really to, you know, put that team together and do sort of a cinematic slash video type mm -hmm. you know and where uh, can they find that if they want to see it it's on youtube or my or my uh website brandjmusic.com where you can just go to youtube type in brand j and streetlight cool. and uh yeah so it's a, a lot of storytelling and dancing and singing i have a dance background and um, a little bit of theater background so i like to incorporate um all of that with live music with the songs i'm writing and things so storytelling is really really important I what like, genre can i would you put yourself in i consider myself genre fluid i like that that's yeah. what i'm talking about yeah. ha. <laughs> i don't like to put people yeah. in boxes so like you know soul r&b genre fluid sometimes we do a little reggae sometimes it's rocking a little bit I dig right now i'm feeling the r&b yes. grooves the last few songs i've been writing are straight more r&b um grooves and yeah i like to have a message behind uh the music and uh street light is a song about bringing awareness uh, for domestic violence which is so amazing mm -hmm. uh because safe is here right, today yeah. and it's we met and we're safe. gonna yeah. yeah so i've been working with divis uh domestic violence intervention services through uh, dropping streetlights. So I've been raising funds for them and bringing awareness to them and just really awesome. working with them. I've played shows with them and all kinds yeah. of things. So we've had a relationship for a year and gonna continue that with the next songs coming out. Sort oh, of that's a amazing. Yeah, that's collaborative yeah, thing yeah. You know, that talk about the areas and the stages of domestic violence. And right. mm -hmm. um, yeah, still working with them. So I feel like that's really important that's, being a survivor. I feel like that is one subject that everyone's very <laughs> silenced about. It's just yeah, it not sucks. very, you know, talked about. It's so like taboo and right. you know the more research and things that I've been uh, doing since you know writing the song is like oh it's like so many people are going through this yeah. and nobody's and they, talking they about it. It's just like I want to remove that you know veil of taboo like it right. being so a much victim. Shame in the, it's shame and we should not be shameful. Right. Yeah, so because yeah, it's not like it's our, you know, your fault that it happens. Exactly, it happens, and we're survivors. And telling our stories, and talking about our stories, mm -hmm. and allowing ourselves to be vulnerable right. um, really helps uplift other people, other people and allow yeah, other right. victims to come it out and share their gives stories. Them a voice. Yeah, I believe in that. Yeah, so, especially awesome. in a day and age where vulnerability is a little bit lost, right? It's shocking. Yeah. People are like, oh, you know, you're like, you have feelings. Mm, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and these things don't always help. You know? I'm from Tulsa. My family's from Detroit. I was actually born in Detroit. We really? I was born. In Detroit, no Motown, baby. I was born there. <laughs> I can still claim That's Motown from birth. You ain't three one three. You nine one eight. Hey, you know where I was born? I was born in Reno, Nevada. What? What's Reno. Reno, Nevada, dude. Seven seven five. Wow. Oh, no way. Yeah, from uh, my family's from Detroit. I'm first generation Oklahoma, me and my brother. Oh, okay. Yeah, so my parents moved here when we were babies, and so I've been 
in Oklahoma, Tulsa specifically. Very cool. Since then, lived in Atlanta for a little bit, lived on the East Coast a little bit, but always came home. Where were you on the East Coast? I lived in Connecticut. Yeah, I was married at the time, and so I moved out that way when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I didn't do that and go through that experience, then life like, wouldn't be a thing. Right. So, right. Mm. Yeah, I had, to, I had to have that experience. Yes. Yeah. That's on rips. Thanks. I know, man. I'm I've so been excited. watching your journey, I'm man. Thank you. Right, I'll be back. <laughs> Right. I, you know, I was like, man, I want to talk to her one day. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, damn, man. I watched your episode and learned more about it. He's like, man, oh, yeah, you, man, thank you, you have depth, and that's so important. That means a lot. Yeah, you thank have depth, you. the way that you think about things and see things. But you have a wide open heart. You have a lot of compassion. Thank you. I love watching your stuff, too, man. Big deal, man. I was thank just you. like, man. More people need to be like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> dope, mate. Dope, I really like Straight to play up. it live or play it loud because they do individual stories about you guys and get the background of you guys before the show ever happens so people can get to know you, yeah. which I think is pretty cool. Mom just watches it and cries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a dollar for every person that was like, that was a really great episode that you did. You bawled the whole entire time. <laughs> <laughs> like, Great. That was, I was about to say that. Like, I watched yours well, when it first came out, and I literally was just like, oh my God. Like, I'm yeah. just. Stop. <laughs> like, why am I crying? Vulnerability. It's yeah, a thing. It is. I know Hampton, man. I know. Him and his They're team, so good. Those guys I was, are so good. Even when I watched my own episode, <laughs> I watched my own episode, so I was like, I was like, and I, don't, I try not to watch my own stuff. I, I, know. Always, yeah. you know, I didn't watch this, but. You watch your own stuff, and you're like, Oh, oh no! But I watched. Yeah. I was like, "You just seem like a person." Yeah, he yeah. makes people like yes. he makes artists seem like. That's actually people. a really good way to put it. It's right? unbelievable, yeah. man. I was, I was. I was like, oh man, you're out. so. Like, I, you know yeah. the, the stories the and this, the actual feeling of what you guys. I mean, that's what I can get over is just watching. You can see, you know, your emotions and, and just how you're all feeling at that minute. And, and Adam Hampton awesome. has an, yeah. as a profound way about narrating and you know compiling this information all this all the film and you know because you know they're filming you and they you play your your part you you sing your song and then when it comes all together at the very end you, it's you know everything comes together and it's, it's something cool completely see. different uh-huh. yeah and the tiny little bits and pieces paints a picture of who you are as an artist or who they are as an artist who anyone is in a band. Mm-hmm. i'm just I'm sure. So was it the same same for you guys? Whenever they were kind of putting the episodes together, they go out of their way. The Outsiders crew and Adam Hampton, to go, they go out of their way to ask us questions. Yes. And approve what they are going to say, like on film. And um, I mean, we're artists, but they're artists in their own right. Mm-hmm. And they're going through their own artistic, you know, filmmakers and actors going through their own struggles. Narration. And stuff. And yeah. Like it's I mean, they're they're going through the same stuff we are. It's just you know we're the subject of it, and you know they're trying to present it a certain way but if the roles were reversed I mean they could be just where we are yeah. so I think that's why it's so honest and it's I mean everything about the series is just honest yeah. in my opinion very with right. what I found yeah, yeah. yeah. undiluted mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and also uh, you know they're, they're doing episodes on people I know so I it's know. like oh hell I didn't know that about them <laughs> you know it's cool I love man. seeing all my friends on billboards like I drive and yeah. I see you guys and I'm like oh there's my friends yeah <laughs> billboard I was yeah I was, yeah, that, that that was that was 
I was blushing. People were like, hey, I shouldn't be Instagram while I'm driving, but check this out. <laughs> Oklahoma City, 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 Oklahoma uh, women and like specifically what they were doing just in business and um, in industry or nonprofit world and stuff like that and tell their stories um, and just kind of you know create a platform for them to just talk about what they wanted to be it um, you know difficult issues like with what you're dealing with be it domestic violence or sexual you know abuse or whatever that you could talk about the serious stuff or you could just talk about the cool stuff <coughs> that you're doing. and then almost immediately it turned into um, was offered a chance to turn it into a radio show and so we uh, the main hustle project turned into the main hustle broadcast which is Oklahoma's first and only all-female radio show created produced hosted by women uh, featuring an all-female lineup yeah that's what's up yeah mm -hmm. and then pretty much uh, uh, within I don't know five months no it wasn't even I mean it was maybe three or four months after that was approached by a venue the Stockyard Central in the pa in Packingtown like which is a predominantly I mean it's you know it's Packingtown it's like it's the rodeo amazing. grounds uh -huh. it's uh, in the bajillion years that it's been there, they've had um, six, <coughs> I believe it was six general managers who were all men. Um, and then we were invited to do the Mean Hustle concert series in an all-female run venue in the Stockyards. And the Stockyards has their first female general manager in oh over 100 years. They're only wow. one. Wow. Yeah. Kelly yeah. Payne. Kelly Payne. She's bringing very cool stuff to the Stockyards. So it's turned into a concert series. Um, and then, as of today, I have a new thing that we're working on that I'm not able to announce yet. But oh, cool. it's a new, very big thing, um, working with Oklahoma City and some... Um, I can't talk about it. I can't talk about it. It's, it's a thing yeah. that you can't talk about. I, 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 I can't talk about One it yet. I, just, <laughs> I almost said the words. I almost said that the word. Thank you. Yeah. Or, it's going to um, be awesome. Something cool. Yeah. John Calvin and I are working on drinking 99 beers or something. So I almost said that <laughs> tonight. So I almost, I almost said the words. But um, so working on that. And then uh, Pig's Fly Shop is my artistic services company you do you know tooled leather work and very um, nice stuff that's cool yeah, yeah, yeah i saw your table you bring Thank out you. some beautiful things um and that's going to be part yeah. of the mean hustle too is just you know promoting women who are you know starting their own businesses like you yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> that sort of thing and then music new record out this year yes, yes. yes. sweet so, yeah. so i keep saying new and final but I mean, we'll see what happens. Right. It's gonna yeah. be a crazy year, but that's what I'm doing. And yeah, that's as if oh. that wasn't enough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, and I also work uh, with a nonprofit called the Annie Lillard Legacy Incorporated, uh, which is um, we were we were created in uh, 2019, uh, and it's a 
nonprofit organization that supports uh, single parents in the Oklahoma City metro. Oh, that's awesome. um, and we provide <laughs> everything from emergency assistance, like if you, I don't know, domestic abuse happens, if you need somewhere to go, or if you mm -hmm. need you need a bill paid, or if you need you know, your car breaks oh. down if you need a build. That's real nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's Or, I mean, awesome. and, and, and we also provide if, like, you know, you can't do extras, if you can't do a zoo pass, yeah. or just, like, oh, we get... did really great for Christmas. Like, yeah, oh. yeah, oh, yeah, we adopted fam uh, three families for Christmas, yeah. and we basically just gave them Christmas. Yeah. That's so amazing. I work with them, too. There's and a couple other things, but two yeah, beautiful daughters. I do, yeah. I do awesome. <laughs> and they help me. They help yes. me with all of this stuff, and they're usually with me at gigs. I try to do as many family-friendly gigs as possible, mm -hmm. and yeah. that's my new thing. As I've you know played music for 15 years, and it was a very selfish thing for me, mm -hmm. and I would like to incorporate them as much as possible. Kids can't come in a casino, so they're not here tonight. <laughs> but <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah, so yeah. and Starla's gonna be so excited when I tell her I saw you because like, you're it for her. <laughs> oh, I know. Is she coming to camp this year? Yeah, yeah. Like, this is oh, bon yeah, my you're Bonnie's first year. Oh, how exciting! You were part you of the rock camp. We talked. Yeah, we talked about it. We're gonna get on that. We just started talking about it. I was about to say, yeah, yeah, the little the little queens. This is like my area. My daughters. Uh, will be my daughter's my oldest first year. That's so exciting. Oh, nice. So, yeah. And it'll be my daughter's like fifth year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like confidence school. I yes. love That's what it. Is. It, it is. It is. Really is. Yeah. It took me a long and, time to learn that. So I love <coughs> sharing. You know what I learned with my middle schooler had had a tough year, and like those women this last year just loved on her and just poured into her in a way that you know Mama can't do all the time because. Your mama, Whatever, yeah. you know, mom's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, your mama. But all these women just... We had her back. Her. Yeah, and it, oh, it was just, like, it brings tears to my eyes. Because, mm -hmm. like, they loved on her and built her up, and it's like a new girl. That's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's good. Yeah, it's but an awesome in, program. You know, it's the first time we did, like, a podcast there when they had their big old show at the end. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And to see all the, like, the young girls just get together, there was no, like... Okay, there was like some somebody was saying on social media or something like, "Oh, you can't tell me that there's hatred not going on between jealousy. all jealousies between but all these girls." But I'm like, "No, really, there really wasn't." They were so excited like, for each other. Yeah, like, to be on they were stage they were pumping each other up. It's such a good like it's a good great way to camp. Combat yeah. the yeah. girl vibe. Yeah. That hatred yes. and jealousy doesn't happen when everyone is being fulfilled when everyone's right, being poured right. into yeah. when everyone is being glorified and honored and like yeah. you know coached and appreciated when everyone feels that women aren't catty mm -mm. you know it's when right. it's when we don't believe that for ourselves and right. we're seeing the reflection of her greatness uh -huh. and not seeing that it's me I'm great too right. mm -hmm. so then it makes yeah, me want to tear you down it's insecurity mm -hmm. but when everyone is being like pushed and built up mm -hmm. and like edified it's great. It's I mean, amazing. Oh, you yeah. got some We're good words weird. going on. Uh -huh. Yo, nice word usage. <laughs> <laughs> Church. Somebody say glory. released a, uh, a record in um, uh, I think it was November I th yeah it was November uh, it's called Safe Passage and uh, the record I records previously had had kind of a dismal 
uh, direction about them. Uh, the songs were, you know, mostly about death and um, um, just about traveling and, and isolation and loneliness and, you know, uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> I you know that's I, where you are. <laughs> there's sometimes you know just loneliness and all that stuff. You know, real general songwriter fodder. But uh, Safe Passage was uh, a departure from that for me. Um, addiction has been a massive um, uh, shadow and uh, kind of addiction has has been a uh, shadow something that's kind of hung over a lot of parts of my life uh with friends and family um my father recently died and he was a uh, a long long time addict and um, a lot of my dear friends have battled with addiction for a long time and uh, um i've been recently keeping up with shots in tulsa which is a harm reduction um uh a group of wonderful folks um, who have been helping people to find um, safe places, uh, clean needles, condoms, um, uh, just keeping folks safe. safe. Amen. You know, and uh, you know, I've been keeping up with them a lot uh, recently, and um, I've uh, uh, they've just done so much good work for Tulsa, and uh, I, I I was really inspired by them. Um, to write some songs on this recent record, Safe Passage, and uh, just uh, I, I've lost a lot of friends and family um, to um, uh, both the chance and addiction, and so I, I had I had I had recorded the record, and um, and uh, and and it's funny because well, it's not funny. It, I, I guess I'm gonna say funny, but um, the record isn't dismal. It's more of a hopeful tone yeah. that yeah. spreads across the, the ten tracks. And, yeah. You know, it's more of like, we can do this. Right. We yes. can we lift ourselves out of this. the name of the record, Safe Let's Passage. Right. Yeah. That was kind of the spirit of... What's the record called? Safe Passage. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's dope. And I, uh, you know, I feel like I, I had put so much... Negativity, not in a, I, I, I had chronicled so much negativity in my music over the years that I, I had kind of looked, peered inward and thought, I don't want to put something out there that's going to invoke sadness, but maybe invoke a sense of um, hope. Hope. Yeah, you know, a little bit more of a light than a, uh, than a darkness, you know, something that somebody can listen to and feel good about instead of saying, oh, this actually bums me out, but I love being bummed out, you know. <laughs> well, because, you know, I, I play for a lot of songwriters, you know, John Moreland in yes, particular, yeah. he, he writes melancholy. the best melancholy yeah. songs yeah. in the world, and even he is growing out of that, you I know. He is, he is. And, uh, uh, you know, and him and I actually had a really big conversation about it. We had, we had spoken, and we were like, man, we're not even sad, man. What the hell are you writing sad songs for, you know? Like, what are we writing sad songs for? We ain't sad anymore, you know? It's like, this was even bad, bad shit happened. Yes, it does. But we need to put some more light but in so this But so does good shit. Yeah, so, so let's focus on that. Right. Let's focus on that. I think it's a big... Oh, thank you. In your show. Because Very I mean, you can melodic. play these sad songs, and in between, you're like joke, 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 joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Such you know? a big, genuine smile. Yeah. I mean, you can't hide that. Yeah. Man, <laughs> I uh, thank you. 
Thank you. Yeah. I, I, uh, but yeah, a really safe passage, and I, I, I just recently recorded. Uh, um, John Moreland released his record yesterday, right. and um, I uh, played clavinet and Wurlitzer and guitar on that record, and some synths and mellotrons and all sorts of wacky stuff. Nice. And, um, I actually took, took my first funky clav solo on that. Some walled out clav, man. That was my first one, man. People have been texting me, they're like, who, who played that funky clav? I was like, me? Oh, we got some layers to you. A little bit, a little bit. Uh, you know, man, I, gosh. I just, uh, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm unbelievably blessed and beside myself that I get to even play music for folks and pay my rent doing it. Nice, yeah. And uh, there's, I mean, I wake up sometimes and anytime I'm feeling bummed, I'm like, there's, what are you bummed about, man? It's like, oh, rent's tough this month, or you know, someone passes, or a friend, you know, people in and out of your life, you know, you know, all those are, you know, there's. There's tough stuff, and you're you know, not going to feel the tough stuff. I mean, you know, I just, I just want to be there to help folks. You know, even if they need to give me a ring, you know, a ring. You know, I mean, I have a friend recently, you know, that was going through some stuff, and sometimes you just need to remind people, man, that, that they're uh, they're just not alone. Right, and that's yeah. that, and that's another thing is you know most people uh, who are suffering from addiction. The, one of the biggest things about that is the isolation. People turn their backs. They turn yeah. their back, and, and it's because they think that nobody is facing them. Mm-hmm. So they face away. <coughs> and and um, when you surround yourself with good folks, and when you surround yourself with people that care, mm-hmm. um, it's easier. It's, it's like easier. human connection yeah. too. Like just just being there, just there. looking at someone in the eyes and saying, right. hey. It's not over text. It's not in social media. It's just yeah. that human connection. And all that stuff has its place, man. And all oh, that yeah. stuff has, you Absolutely. know, lifting people up in any way possible. Mm-hmm. But when you look at someone in the eyes, you say, hey, thinking about you. Man. I got you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, see you. I, see you. You I see you. I see you. I see you. It's going And then yeah. when you can play music for people, yeah. you know, I mean, that that is church. Yeah. Yes. That's church. church. That's church. Every church. single time, man. I mean, I still get chills, you know. Still. Still. It's awesome. We all have those certain songs that just touch you. They do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has an effect on you. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. You have, like, a, a crowd of, like, five. There's yeah. somebody that's going to relate to mm-hmm. something that you're saying. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're, you're, yeah, you're going out there and not, you know, just going out there and singing and being like, oh, no one's listening to me, but no. They yeah. are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Tell us where we can find all your stuff. We'll start with you. Websites, where they can find your music. My website <coughs> is brandjmusic.com. B-R-A-N-J-A-E. It's just one word. Brandjmusic.com. Uh, my social media, uh, Facebook, Music, Instagram, Music, Twitter, Music. Nice. YouTube branding music. <laughs> she got it. She's got, she got that branding. She got that branding. I appreciate that. Is there all the same um, social media that you use more than others? I am an Instagram person more. I have Snapchat. I don't really use Snapchat. Twitter, I have, but I use it more of like an information platform. Playing here, the festival, the show, you know, the stage changed. That's where you find information. 
delayed an hour, going up yes. at this time, that kind of thing. But I'm okay. social on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. So they can keep up with you and see where you're going. Yes, yes, definitely. Very nice. Yay. <laughs> so tell us where we can find all your stuff. Um, I think the main hub for all of my stuff is www.pigsflyshop.pigsflyshop.pigsflyshop.pigsflyshop.pigsflyshop.pigsflyshop.pigsflyshop.pigsflyshop.pigsflyshop.pigsflyshop.pigsflyshop.pigsflyshop.pig
don't even need to be in here. I just... <laughs> Slide around. I'm not sure how. It's not as bad as you think. Yeah. My ears are weak, so... I have time. I can never say it. Tinnitus. Yeah, like, I can never say the word, but I have that, so I understand. Sometimes they're that loud pitch. I'm like, you can sit down, or you can stand. You can sit. It's all good. Let's tear a cheek. No, you're good. You can have it all. right, so let's just introduce yourselves. Starting here and go around. <laughs> My name is Chad Matthews. Um, I am the marketing director here at the Grand Casino nice. and part of Outsiders, known as Beard within the Outsiders realm. Very nice. Well, I'm Jason Garner, and the guys invited me back here with them. I've been with them since the beginning and try to help them as much as I can. What do you do? Pick up stuff, act. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever they need you to I do. Above. Nice. Kenny Pitts, part of Outsiders Productions, too, and, you know, a lot of what Garner does, act, pick up stuff, make calls, <laughs> ask people to do things. Mm -hmm. Delegate, yeah, that's good. I'm Jason Alexander, I'm the director of photography and editor for Play Aloud, and most of the stuff we do. I'm Adam Hampton, and I'm the, uh, for Play Aloud, I'm a writer and the host of the series. Okay, and tell us what um, Outsiders Productions is. Well, Outsiders is a production company um, that Jason and I had started um, back when we were in college. Um, he, at ECU. At East Central yeah. University. Aiden. Yeah. Aiden. <laughs> and uh, at the time, um, we were shooting uh, small projects for class and whatnot. Kenny, Jason were both involved with those. So they were there from the beginning. And then... Um, we formed an LLC as time went on, brought Beard on board, made some features, um, and now we're doing this. This is kind of our, our, our big thing right now. It's what our focus is. So tell us a little bit more about the Play It Loud series. It was Beard's idea. Uh, I don't want to speak for him, but basically I, I think he had been wanting to find a way to shine a spotlight on some artists in the state. Mm -hmm. um, and we'd, of course, been doing the filmmaking thing. We'd seen we've been aware that there are a lot of really talented people that maybe aren't getting um, their moment in the sun and I think he was really wanting to uh, take his love of music and apply the skills that we've tried to develop as filmmakers and sort of meld the two and I think with his job he was able to uh, seize an opportunity and then sort of uh, bring us along uh, on the journey. And we were talking with the artists about their pieces that you guys have created for them. And, and they were talking about how amazing that you guys are about bringing out the authenticity of them and, and the human element of them and, and representing them in a really great way. So they had awesome things to say about it and working with you guys. They said just watching the pieces of, that you guys were taking and then seeing the finished product was pretty amazing. So. Well, we've been, really, we've been really fortunate with the artists that we've chosen, uh, that everyone has a very distinctive... Uh, uh, style and, and voice and perspective and that's been a lot of fun to be able to sit down and discuss with them. I mean really at the end of the day uh, art artistic endeavors whether it's in film or in music uh, you know there's a lot of similarities to the sacrifice and the struggle and the, the, the ups and the downs and so that's been really uh, a lot of fun for us to look at the similarities uh, between their journeys and respectively and ours as well. And working together is kind of cool too, the collaborative effort of filmmaking and musicians. It just works out really nicely. Now this tonight was benefiting SAFE, right? Now did they all benefit something? Have they all? Yeah. 
had. That's been something since the very beginning when we. Um, I'm not even sure how it kind of came up with that part of it, but it was it was. The benefit aspect. Yeah, of it. I think it, I think it all kind of stemmed from initially was the idea from the, the marketing standpoint for the grant. So wearing two different hats, mm -hmm. I wanted it to be not only supporting the, the music community and the arts community in Oklahoma, but also to be uh, marketing content for the grant. It's because we are we're an entertainment venue and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So since we were supporting the, the music community, and it started out, the, the charities were uh, Red Dirt Relief Fund, mm -hmm. or the Granville Community Music School, or the Carter Sampson's Rock and Roll Camp for Girls. Mm -hmm. So they were all music related to start out with. Um, Project Safe was one that Adam brought in. Um, obviously, um, this season's episodes had both Brian Jay and Allie uh, kind of talking about certain aspects of um, domestic violence and other things, um, so it, it seemed like it worked. Yeah. And I think that's something we'll obviously keep as we go forward is uh, to, to support some of those community efforts, and I think it's just an important piece of it, and it's, it's kind of become that. I think I was, I was thinking about it today, and uh, it's something about the series um, that I really love, and then about the concert as well, is we do live in pretty divisive times, and I think trying to find ways that we can't all agree, like what are ways that we can come together? Mm -hmm. And music is certainly one of those um, avenues that, that um, maybe we can become a, uh, friends again and, and, and reconnect with each other as a community, right. as people. And then whenever you're putting in um, uh, resources or services to try to benefit, like Project Safe, which is Domestic Violence Shelter here in Shawnee, it's kind of like win-win. It's like, it's just really, it feels very community-focused, uh, and previously it was more music-based, uh, but, I mean, Project Safe is natural fit for Braje and uh, her message, and then I, I really love that it's something that benefits people in Shawnee, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or, or, or people who are running to Shawnee, mm -hmm. away from something. Mm -hmm. I think it's nice how you guys, um, like you were saying, you have these artists who come in and sing about and talk about these things that when real we were life. discussing before, yeah, mm -hmm. real life stuff that it's not really talked about. It's very, you know, kind of everyone's quiet about it, like, oh, let's not talk about it, but you guys have a nice way of bringing it to the table, and with the last couple episodes with, with Allie's I mean I was telling him like I was sitting there crying I'm like why am I crying <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but it, it really gets to you because you know it's it's relatable. almost yeah it's very relatable I mean it, and you guys have a nice gentle way of bringing it to your audience I don't know it's just, just like human connection yeah Adam yeah. mm -hmm. kind of talks about it sometimes you want to have conversations with people and it's really easy to kind of sit back and be a little bit formulaic about it and of course you have to ask some of those questions like you know I think he gets tired of asking what are your influences but what he's digging for and I think what he hopes to get is that real conversation about stuff that may not even have to do directly with music but it's tied to it because it ends up being what you know what they're singing about mm -hmm. or how they're dealing with a lot of the situations that, that they've come to. <clears throat> well, I mean, I think that was part of what's interesting about the way um, that we're trying to do it and certainly the way that Beard recruited us because he kind of came and convinced all of us this is what we needed to do, being certainly not anything we've done before. Uh, although Jason professionally uh, works in sort of uh, 
projects probably similar in terms of documentaries and scope and whatnot, but was the idea to approach it um, um, not as uh, music journalists or not as a music journalist, but more as just like a fellow journeyman. And, uh, you know, when you're a filmmaker and you've been doing it for a long time and, you, and you're going to film festivals and you're screening this movie that really means something to you and really matters and you really bled into and sacrificed for, and then the first three or four questions that you get every time you screen it are horribly bland. And, you know, what did you shoot it on or what was your budget or, I mean, stuff that just, it's, it's just, I mean, it's, it's so trivial in, this, in the scheme of things. And then you get to a point of burnout maybe or you break through to the other side and, and then you start, you get an, uh, an opportunity with a microphone in hand to start telling the truth. And it's kind of like getting past those first three or four questions and then really being able to express what you were trying to say or why it was so important that you had to sacrifice so much to say it. And that's what we're trying to push for uh, with these interviews. We don't want them to come off like a 30 minute commercial. You know, we don't want, we don't, it's more about the universality of what they're pursuing and how it can affect all of us or how we're all looking for something. Mm -hmm. And that, that uh, connection is magical and I think it's something that we strive to do as opposed to just prop up an artist or just give a release date on the next album, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, you just bring it, it, you all just bring a different element to the subject because like for us, you know, we kind of have a, a platform just of, hey, like you said, t your typical questions, <laughs> where are you from, right, how right. you doing, you know, and um, when's your, your next, next show? Yeah, what, <laughs> and all that's album. important. Yeah, and it is, and it's, but you guys get in deep mm -hmm. of the reasoning of behind um, albums and songs and who they are, and who they are. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, and I would also I give a lot of credit to Beard on that because he's been very adamant about um, uh, genre hopping. Like, it would be very easy for me to just want to pick sad folk artists mm -hmm. because that's my wheelhouse. Like, mm -hmm. like, let me sit down with somebody who's really depressed <laughs> and doesn't know why they're doing it anymore. And yeah. I'm like, man, I get it. Let's have drinks and talk about it. Mm -hmm. um, but he's very adamant about wanting to get, uh, you know, artists that I'd never heard of or I wasn't in, uh, in, in, in have any sort of connection with. And then you sit down and you realize what you know what we have in common, and and that that aspect of it I think keeps it lively, and and it opens up doors and and eyes to what else is out there. Yeah, and it's amazing how many Oklahoma artists we have here oh, yeah. in all genres, and we just are have so we're just rich, yes. and but they don't get a lot of platforms unfortunately here in Oklahoma. So I think you guys giving them. That chance mm -hmm. also is really cool for just the music scene in general because, you know, mm -hmm. just even the billboards on the side of the road, people are like, oh, who's that? And let me look it up. Right. And, like, you know, you're giving them a platform that Oklahomans haven't always had. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I know really in the cool. past we've talked about um, when we meet up with musicians and artists and stuff like that, uh, they're more, they get more playtime if you lived in Texas. Right. Then even you, yeah, Texas here. plays our Oklahoma artists right. more yeah, than Oklahoma exactly. plays our artists, and, and it's, it's so, so sad. <laughs> so. It is, and it's like, well, you know, we're up here, and no one knows about us. But go to right. Texas, and, and like, they know oh, who hey, we are. Yeah, you know, it's uh -huh. Katie Butts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, so. oh, hey, o Oklahoma right. has some real self-esteem issues, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? And there's <laughs> Oklahoma City in particular. It's weird. Mm -hmm. I mean, Tulsa's. Hell, there was just an article in was it Billboard or some. Rolling Stone or something. Talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tulsa's new Austin. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. pretty high praise. 
Right. Yeah. But it's not untrue. Tulsa's no. got a music scene that has been there for Thriving. my whole life, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Oklahoma City's got some sort of crisis to where we just don't support the live music the way we should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The talent's there, clearly. Right, absolutely. Um, but you, you talk to any one of these artists, and they're like, yeah, I mean, it's they are bigger and, and outside of their own, what's the, you know, the profit in his own house kind of deal. But yeah. um, it's, it's amazing to me. And it felt like a gap, and I think that's part of where the, the series came from. was like, there's a gap. We're not talking about it enough. It's not visible enough. Mm-hmm. Let's try and fill that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's awesome for the whole scene in general, like not just musician by musician, but just for the yeah. entire scene oh, yeah. collectively. It's really cool. I think it was also important in my mind that it could have been, since it was tied to the casino, we could have taken and shot it all here. And I didn't want to do that because I felt like a lot of these locations that we shoot in are really important to the artists. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. They're comfortable there and, and it tells part of their story. So, and not only that, but it sort of catalogs and, and captures parts of Oklahoma other people don't know right. as well. Yeah. So it becomes um, just as much a documentary about place as it is about time and, and the person. Um, and then it gives Jason a lot more to work with when he's cutting things together mm-hmm. and creatively and visually the episodes as they come together, that's that's all this guy and, and I mean we couldn't be happier obviously with the, the end product as it comes yeah. out. Yeah, it's great. Um, it's nice, yeah. yeah and Allie was talking about just working with you guys, how you went out of your way to go to them and to where they needed mm-hmm. to be or yeah. where they wanted to be and how she really liked that. Yeah, we had to, with her in particular, she would, there was a, her, her workshop space that mm-hmm. um, her father had spent a lot of time in with her and he had passed away and it was kind of a sacred place to her. And I think it was still pretty raw at the time we filmed initially and she wasn't sure about filming in there. And as it got closer to the time to release her episode, we I kind of reached out to her again and yeah. was like, hey, h- how are we feeling? Is it Would it be possible? And she was like, yeah, let's do that. It's important. So Jason and I just kind of like jumped on it as quick as we could and, and went and grabbed a few shots. Um, and it makes all the difference because it shows her using the tools and doing some of the things mm-hmm. that she talked about, um, the talents that she had developed and stuff that her dad had, had, had sort of instilled in her. And mm-hmm. it's just part of her story. It really layered it. I really, yeah, yeah. You guys, it was, it was a great the, call. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of a thing, I mean, I think um, place has as much to do with it as anything in trying to tell that story as well. So, how do you guys choose your artists? Do you have a method to your madness? <laughs> it's a really extensive algorithm that we run. <laughs> Usually, it's there's it, it gets to be pretty difficult, and it's gotten to be more difficult. But we, there's a, artists can submit online at the playitloudshow.com, and we do get submissions. We also end up having conversations with a lot of the artists that come through, and, and we're like, who are you listening to, and who do you think um, is really on fire right now and then kind of doing something so we'll get recommendations that way and then we usually argue about them a little bit Mm -hmm. and then I usually end up making sort of the call as to who we try to book but it's it's a conversation usually I bring somebody to the table and Adam's like I don't know who that is (laughs) (laughs) I don't either but it's cool it's it's like an evolving ensemble (laughs) like we'll go through we'll spitball some ideas see how this act would work and we don't want them to be the same all four right. and so you know and I want to say this for people who are potentially submitting if you submit don't get chosen for the next season that doesn't mean you won't get chosen for a season after we are just looking at an ensemble and eclectic as far as 
one act to the next act. And, and then scheduling plays a lot into it. Yeah, scheduling plays a lot into it. A lot of times you'll go after people and they're like, they don't fit in the time frame we need to shoot. So Should John Moreland be listening to this podcast? <laughs> 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 I just saw him listening. Yeah. So it does, that yeah. plays a big part in it too. Yeah. It's like who's available when, you know, because yeah. they're working. So, and how long does it take you guys? What kind of chunk of time does it take from start to finish till you pick your artists until the, the concert, like filming and... Oddly enough, the way Jason kind of puts together the, the shooting schedule is pretty yeah, compact. You know, we shoot, days. Yeah, we shoot six days usually, yeah. first season, and that's it. Wow. But then we sit on it for like the white lighters we shot in August, yeah. the, end of, the end of July, August, and we didn't edit it until January, we're like December, January. Mm -hmm. So it's like we'll shoot them and sit on them mm -hmm. for a while. So four interview days and then two days of shooting here on the mm -hmm. the stage performance that you see in the shows. Mm -hmm. yeah. Jace kid gives a, puts a, a pretty hefty cut together of whatever we shoot because we shoot a lot. There's a lot of conversation mm -hmm. to be had. He cuts that together and then we kind of take a look at it. He goes back through, sort of starts to. Uh, Clean, clean it up the way he wants, and then I'll I'll write um, my narration to that, you know, to fill in the gaps or to sort of uh, uh, sort of address a theme that the artist might have presented in our conversations. Okay. Well, so do you have a, a space? Like, are you guys done for a little bit? Are you already started working on the next? Typically, um, we we were filming on, at the time of the concert. Mm -hmm. I mean, close to you yeah, know, close to yeah. so. Um, but I think we have a little bit of a... A little bit of a gap. End of March, we start for someone filming season five. Yeah, just a little bit of a break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we wanted to film earlier. Mm -hmm. But again, the scheduling, scheduling. with the artists. Um, and as we kind of move into different tiers, I guess, of artists, I don't know how you'd say that, but a lot of them are starting like John. Um, he's on the road right. a lot. Yeah, he's only here like three <laughs> days yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it, it gets to be where... It, it, it's more and more of a struggle for people to even be in the state at a time where we can put them all in a six-day window. Um, so that's getting to be more challenging. And am I correct? You all won an Emmy. Uh, there's a rumor this? that we. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's a rumor. How was that? How did you all feel about that? <laughs> it was exciting. Yeah. Yeah, we won an Emmy for um, our episode uh, with Levi Parham mm -hmm. for. Um, um, interview discussion program um, it was great it was pretty surreal um, yeah. and that was one of those episodes that really did just click in terms of our conversation and sort of everything we went to McAllister had a great time and he's a really uh, affable funny mm -hmm. open yeah um, uh, kind soul so um, I think I'm really happy with the way it came out happy that people liked it there were a lot of jokes about making hood ornaments and necklaces out of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those were jokes. Yeah. <laughs> you should see my truck. <laughs> yeah. where, so where is it displayed? Well, we all have one, actually. The, oh, that's the, awesome. The four of us do. Oh, good. Jason, that is sorry. awesome. Uh, you know, uh, oh. I got to hold it once. <laughs> it, is an entry, cool. it is an entry process. Jason Alexander was the one that actually said, hey, let's submit for these. Mm -hmm. um, so That's awesome. When did you hear? When did you hear word that you won? It was at the at the show. Yeah, mm -hmm. the nominations come out. You're in like January. Nominations come out in May. And you don't know if you get one until July. So it's a long process. A long process. It was yeah. a. We've been nominated for two, right? Yeah, we're, we're, nom yeah, we're nominated for another one uh, for uh, 
Out of the Rim Projects episode. Yeah. It was nominated for the Arts and Entertainment Program. It's a regional Emmy. Yeah. But it is an Emmy. It's an Emmy. Yes. Right. Don't throw an asterisk beside it. Yeah. Let's just take it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was watching the Emmys, the big Emmys, and they are bigger. Their statues are bigger. Are they? Are they? <laughs> <laughs> it's a girthier <laughs> statue. I feel ripped off. <laughs> the only reason it was regional, though, is because we, it has to be... It has to be tied regionally. Yeah. The, the national shows yeah. It has show. to be broadcast to more than 50% of the country to be a, on the national scale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're working on trying to get it onto... Trying to get the program onto different platforms to make it expand for a lot of reasons, but also so that we can yeah. submit for the big yeah, Emmy. That's awesome. <laughs> Way to go, guys. That's cool. Was right. well, there anything else that you want uh, people to know about Play It Loud? Where they can find you? Playitloudshow.com. We'll get you back to the website for all of the, the episodes. Um, Outsiders Productions on Facebook. Um, and then all of the artists that are involved, the White Lighters, Brand J, uh, Allie Harder. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The White Lighters. All the above. Soon to be Spotify playlist. Hopefully. I would say, um, you know, for any artists or uh, musicians that want a shot uh, on our series or on that stage out there, please support what we're trying to do. I mean, I think. Um, there's that whole idea like this is why we can't have nice things that mm-hmm. kind of joke but if people don't support it and if we don't push to help each other out I mean that's what we're here to do but we can't do it without support and right. so if, even if you're not in the series or if you were in last year's one of the last year's seasons or something like that I mean help us try to make it something it's the same thing as like going to going to shows and supporting uh, musicians. It's the same thing with us as filmmakers. I mean, if we don't have people coming to the concert, if we don't have people, you know, sharing and commenting and liking and talking about it, then then ultimately it, it goes away. And so um, we can't help other people get in the spotlight if we're not relevant. And we need, I think I, think I want to see more of that. I, I will hopefully, we can try to be continue to be a, a more supportive environment for other filmmakers, other musicians, other acts, you know, other yeah. pursuits. Yeah, awesome. As a season four alumni, <coughs> I back that. <laughs> tell us, tell the going. listeners, because they can't see you. Tell the listeners, who are you? I'm Joni O'Prady from White Lighters. Hi. <laughs> he snuck in here. <laughs> I had to crash. That's okay. I don't like these, but I have this, like, a syndrome where I don't think before I speak. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It happens. All y'all do is listen to podcasts. That's all I do. This is my time to shine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just all right. So tell our listeners who are you guys? Wait, y'all are tracking already? Already? Yeah. Ooh. We edit. We just we keep it rolling all the time. But we just don't edit that part out. <laughs> they need to know that he's scared right now. <laughs> I am Joni O'Prady from White Lighters. I play the drums. And stuff. And I'm so Trey Davis, uh, tour manager for White Lighters. Extraordinaire. Extraordinaire. <laughs> so they yeah. say the whole title. Yeah. Yeah. So how was the show tonight, The Play It Loud? It went well. You have an episode with The Play It Loud, the, uh, this last one, right? Yes. yes. Episode, what is that? Episode four. Four, four. Yeah. 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 Oh, we're 4-4. We're, we're um, it went well. It was intimidating, though. Was it? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the process. Um, they, they filmed it at Class and Recorders, which is Dwight Hamlin, this 
lead guitarist and vocalist of White Lighters. It's his studio. Um, so that made it comfortable in itself, but just seeing like the other artists that uh, have been on here before, it's kind of an intimidating thing to, yeah. to even put yourself in that potential category as in, mm-hmm. you know? So going into it, it was, it's different. We've never really done anything like that. We're fairly fresh as a band. I mean, three years into it, so for sure. It turned out a lot of fun too, because the guys from Outsiders Productions, they, uh, they like came in, drank with us, everything just <laughs> flowed, you know, we were all loose. Yeah. Had a blast, really. It ended up being, like, a bunch of friends hanging out, you know. Yeah. Even though, I mean, they were strangers until 15 minutes into it. Right. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> now we yeah. get along with them great. Yeah. So tell us how White Lighters got started. Um, Dwight and I had gone out to Nashville for a riding trip. Uh, met up with some, some buddies of ours, uh, Connor Stevens, which he plays in the James Barker band, mm-hmm. which they are, uh, they're a country band from Canada. So mm-hmm. at that point, like, they were, they were growing in success. I mean, now they're, I think they're a pretty big deal, like, throughout Canada and partially the United States. Mm-hmm. But uh, went out to meet up with them a little bit, and, and it was just a whole bunch of songwriting and whiskey and beers and long nights. Anything else? <laughs> strippers? No strippers. <laughs> but on our way back, we were like, hey, you know, we're both in separate projects, but, like, let's, let's combine. Like, let's make, let's make this one a deal. We write together nonstop anyways, so, you know, let's see what we can do and come up with a band name. Then we, we brought in Derek Carruthers on bass. So now we got a three-piece on our hands. and Which is, it's a badass three-piece. Well, thank you. Guys. Like, thank you. it sounds really good. Yeah, it sounds full for us. Yeah, yeah. it does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we we do our best to, we will pick apart spots on our songs to make it sound bigger than it probably mm-hmm. has to be, but, you know. Yeah. It's so kind of. Where did the name come from? You said you guys picked a name. Where did it come from? Um, so Derek and I were both turning 27 at the time, and the white lighter, the cursed white lighter, it's kind of like, you know, is it real? Is it not? We'll find out. So we didn't die. So um, there was a couple other white lighters bands, maybe still established. The they used the regular spelling W H I T E, and so we wanted to avoid getting sued, so we went with <laughs> another spelling for it, and then we'll try to figure out any other reason to call it White Lighters from then on. I turn twenty seven next month. Oh, see there. twenty seven right now. That's what the story I told is. What they want everyone to hear. Yeah. <laughs> Derek and Dwight. Are actually huge fans of the show. Uh, what what what's the witch show that was on Fox? I think Charmed. 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 Yes. So yeah, they've always wanted to, to be white lighters. Yeah. So glad that was right because I pulled that right. Yeah. Out. No, that it was yeah. it was spot on. That's what it, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah those that's two, hilarious. they they still they still watch reruns. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah, it's a good show. Got their yeah. own thing. 
Um, what has been one of your all's struggles um, to be up and coming? Because you guys are making waves in Oklahoma and even in Texas. Um, so what was your struggles like getting to that point? Just staying relevant, really. Like, because when you start with nothing and then all of a sudden you're kind of like people have you on their radar, like, mm-hmm. like you just I'm have to have. It content non-stop like mm-hmm. there's something big shows and as a beginning band like you're playing a bunch of just shithole bars every once in a while so like it doesn't look that good from the outside looking in so mm-hmm. i'd say with me like you won't you know as a tour manager i probably believe in those guys more than anybody you know because I, I work with them every day and it, like i go to battle with them but a lot of it is just staying patient like it's hard to not be like why is this not you know what i mean mm-hmm. you got to beat down the road you have to just keep going forward and believe in what you're doing and eventually you know Mm -hmm. you're gonna if as long as you i think as long as you're honest and truly believe in what you're doing other people will you know catch wind of that and then follow suit yeah portray has to hear me just rant for (laughs) hours on on all three hours yeah Yeah. it's just like he's our he's our pin cushion he's like hey we need to do this. We need to do this. Why isn't this one working? You think people are going to like this? And he has to be like, uh, yes, no, 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 no. <laughs> and Jonelle, don't do that. <laughs> it's not going to work. So, yeah. so in three years, what have you guys done as band? What are your accomplishments? Um, we've, we've done Calf Ride, which was three times. Yeah, we've done it three times. So our first year of being in existence, doing that one was pretty big deal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially, yeah, I mean, it was after party, but you know what? It's still it's calf fry. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you put in the door somehow. I remember that last song we had. Uh, Reed Southall and Co. Wetzel, like the old band on stage. Just, mm-hmm. I think it was a. Don't get me lying. Uh, it's a it's a country song of some sort. <coughs> I can't tell you which one. Brooks and Dunn. <laughs> yeah, you uh, I forget what song it was. I mean, at, at one point, Wetzel comes up there with a water bottle, and he's like, hey, you want a drink? I'm like, you know, that does look kind of good. Pours it in my mouth. It's straight rump. Right. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah. Now it's do or die. Like, as yeah. A, yeah. Uh, first year band, do I throw up in front of all these oh, people? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. do I choke this down? And I, you know, <laughs> I, I choked it down enough. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Um, what else have we done? Do you guys have albums out? Yeah, we got two EPs. Two EPs. We should have another album out. Next few months. Yeah, this, full length. this spring or so. So will that be the first full-length album? Mm-hmm. The first full-length, yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And where can people find your music? YouTube, Everywhere. Spotify, <laughs> all the streaming platforms. Yeah. Amazon. <laughs> Everywhere. What? Title things on Title, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much every. every Google, Google Spotify, Apple, YouTube. Amazon. Amazon. When does the new album drop? We were shooting for the end of March, but due to some health reasons, you know, I think it's going to be pushed back a little bit. Yeah, I would, definitely. I would say maybe late May. 
spring. Spring 2020. Yeah, <laughs> early spring or early early summer, late spring. Yeah. Yeah. Dwight came down with pneumonia, so yeah, having to yeah, push awesome. back on a couple of things. Pneumonia and laryngitis, so it's yeah. like hey, it's hard to record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't overstrain it, man. It'll be all right. Yeah. We'll push it on back. Well, the fans can wait. <laughs> yeah, the hype will still be building. Oh, it will. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What's um, the social medias that you mainly use um, for like fans to? Facebook seems to be the most prominent at this point. Twitter does well. Instagram does okay. And it's white light white w i g h t yeah. And that's where they can find where you're playing next or where your next yeah yeah. Whitelighters.com too. Yeah. Trey, Trey will keep that updated for our shows. Yeah. You do everything, huh? <laughs> Extraordinary. He does a lot. He gets it does a lot. Extraordinary. <laughs> so what do you want people to know about your band? If they've never heard of you before, what do you got to tell them? Oh. I mean, if you're looking for a particular genre. You ain't going to find one. Our consistency is... Is all over the place, I would say. Yeah, you got some bluesy, some rock mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, some... I mean, but it's accepted in country. Like, we've done right. shows with uh, Justin Moore and Chase Rice. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, who's homeboy in Stillwater? Uh, David Lee Murphy. David that was Lee Murphy. One. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we've also done, like, Toadies played. Yeah. It's, <laughs> that was Toadies. one of my favorite shows. Yeah, I that love was Toadies, cool. man. Yeah, like, and then, I'm, I'm from the 90s. So yeah, you know the I love toadies. And then you know, multiple people within the scene. Uh, we got some shows coming up with Reed Southall and Co- Cody West. Cody West. And uh, we played with Co Wetzel, Whiskey Myers in the past. So. Going to like uh, Nashville some shows. Yeah, Nashville, Springfield, Missouri, Little Rock, Little Fayetteville. Rock, Fayetteville, Fort Smith. Yeah, get to get out for a little while. Heading out east. Yeah. yeah. Be fun. Yeah. That's cool. I, I feel like you guys meld pretty well with that whole Southern Rock, Whiskey Myers, mm-hmm. Reed South Hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all good friends. Mm-hmm. I think cool, the, cool the people. good thing about y'all's music is it's, it doesn't have like a set category. Right. So yeah. if you want to go play with, you know, this one band that sounds more bluesy then you'd be like yeah we can do that yeah yeah you just move it on into the country like yeah we can do red dirt stuff you know we just we do our best when we we get different shows like that thrown our way it's like we do the best to kind of win those fans over you know Mm -hmm. most definitely it's cool to not be put into a box to a label yeah to have a freedom (laughs) because sometimes we don't want to do certain things so it's like hey let's rock it up much Dwight you know Mm -hmm. that's that's my big thing too that's my big thing too is like I I don't really mean to say this like certain people set a standard for themselves and like they when they reach that they just stop trying to achieve other things you know but certain people are like I want to be like Randy Rogers or I want to be like, mm-hmm. you know, these guys that have been doing it forever. And that's great. Don't get me wrong. And because those guys have had plenty of success in their careers. But yeah. I want to be the Rolling Stones. I, I want to be the biggest thing you can be, you know, yeah. whether or not that's achievable. You know, that's something you should strive to be, you know. like yeah. One good thing about this <laughs> is like I, I'd like to hope 
that people don't look back on our first album and be like, you know, maybe three albums in, they're like, well, it's not going to sound like y'all did back then. You know, like, you shouldn't no. you evolve know, and change. Yeah. Yeah, if you do the same thing over and over, people are going to be like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell Sturgill Simpson, man, look what he's doing. Yeah. And he's killing it. Mm-hmm. He's great. Yeah. Worst case scenarios. We're gonna start making video game music. Yeah, Sergio <laughs> just put out a song with Kesha. Ooh, I yes. did hear that. Yeah, wow. I actually made her listen to it. My my fiance made her listen to it. And I was like, Hey, who are these two people? <laughs> like, you can't look. But she's like, I know Kesha's one of them. Yeah, but yeah, that's that was wow. a wild combination right there. That's kind of cool though. Everything yeah, smelled like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Nelly and Tim McGraw. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I wish they were still making music. <laughs> that was good stuff. <laughs> I say that over and over again, too. All right. Well, I'm going to wrap Thank it up. So yeah. Much for sitting down with us. Thank you for having us. And thank you for being patient yes. with us. I know we probably took longer than we should have. No, okay. no. It's no problem. It's yeah. Yeah. time. As yeah, long yeah. as we get to sit down and talk to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you guys for having us. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Mm, found my way in. I'm on here reversing back out of here. Rolling backward, avoiding hazard. I'm checking if the coast is clear. Before he make it a big mistake, I'm thinking I won't crash and burn. I've seen the signs of the times, only a fool would return. That perfect potion for heart explosion You gonna sit around here trying to clean up? There go the keys You fighting hard against inevitable Not having no feelings when you holding up the evidence. Gotta get humble for the street. When you read it on the billboard, the message applies. Believe it when you see it, girl. The tantrums aside. I'm about to get, uh, uh, I'm finna, I'm finna get away out of here. I'm about to get, uh, I'm finna, I'm finna get away out of here.
for the street light, come on. Hey. <laughs> street light, street light. Hey. Put your hands together if you leave in. Put your hands together if you go. <laughs>